Hello everyone, Katie Ganderton here, also known as Tenacious Kate and your host of this podcast. This podcast is about being tenacious in all aspects of our lives and there is nowhere else I would rather be. I have left my full-time career as a dental hygienist to become a stay-at-home mom with multiple residual income revenues, being a keynote speaker and going after goals I want and living out life on my terms 10 years later and now getting to teach that forward so that you can embody tenacity and stop staying in that comfort zone. This podcast is for you. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Rise with Tenacity podcast. My name is Katie Ganderton, also known as Tenacious Kate, and I am so excited because this week we have got an amazing guest speaker on. And her name is um, Lisa Crisali, and she is a business growth strategist for health, wellness, and medical professionals. She has over 30 years in the industry, and she's got over 20 years as an entrepreneur and a co-owner of an exercise and nutrition um, a nutrition works company. And she works with her husband, which is absolutely amazing. I love seeing entrepreneurs work together. And then uh, Lisa brings her experience in business marketing, branding, and coaching um, to the fields of health, fitness, and mental wellness. Um, and I would say she primarily focuses their energy working directly with small business owners and entrepreneurs, but they also seek out leaders and speakers in the health and supplement industry as well. She loves to teach women um, that uh, that aging can be a wonderful experience when you focus on the quality of life. And it's funny because we were just talking a little bit about as we get older, some of the different things that we, you know, we've done to tr to to try to help us as we as our bodies have lost some of those things that we produce. And so it's been really good to have a little chat with you. But you guys, I'm excited to have her here because on this podcast, we are all about sharing other women's journeys of their rise through tenacity. And you know, when we find someone that we can connect with, when we can take a nugget from or that we can relate to, my hope and my aim for you is to be able to take those nuggets and empower yourself that you too can rise with tenacity to achieve the success that the women that we've had on this podcast have achieved. And so without further ado, I want to welcome you to this podcast. I am so excited and so glad that you're here and um, welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled as well. So I, I hope I can share some like amazing nuggets for your listeners today. Um, I've been around the block a few times, so I got some stories to share. <laughs> Well, and I love that. And I think that again, wisdom, like wisdom speaks volumes to people and it's, you know, let our hindsight be other people's foresight, right? Is really what the key is, is let us make the mistakes first or let, let us let you learn from our mistakes that we've done. And so my first question to you, Lisa, is where did this all start for you? Because you have got, you've got some, um, you know, some history in the industry and, and you've been around for a little while. So where did it all start for you? Well, <laughs> that's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been, I grew up, I'm a military brat, I guess you would say, or I'm not maybe a brat, but raised in the military. So we traveled and we moved all the time every two years. And I think that was a really foundational piece for me because as a young child, while you think that's really difficult, um, it was one of the greatest gifts I ever could have got, been got, given because I have the ability to be in new places and new locations and I can adapt really, really well. Um, I did like, to me, it's exciting to go somewhere new and not know anybody and meet people and all of that. So I would say the tenacity in me came from that. Um, so I, I see that as a gift and the entrepreneur in me, um, you know, I think what stemmed from that. So while I worked in traditional corporate world for 20 years, you know, it seemed like a whole nother lifetime ago. Um, I was always entrepreneurial. In fact, I don't know if you've ever heard of something called junior achievement, but junior achievement is something available for high school students and above. And it changed my life. And it literally taught me about entrepreneurship, how to build a business and create a business. And because of being involved with junior achievement in high school, I was able to graduate early, which I thought was fantastic. So, so I was like out of there. So um, I just had this whole entrepreneurial spirit about uh, everything that I did, um, even though I ended up going into a traditional corporate world uh, for a very long time. I always had like I was I always had one foot into entrepreneurship. 
and uh, always doing different things on the side. I was always open to network marketing um, from a very young age. Um, I can't even remember my first company that I was with, but I will tell you that in my 20s, which is a very long time ago, um, I was with Melaleuca back when they started. And, you know, I always just believed in additional streams of income. You know, I never saw myself as a top leader at the time, but I always believed, uh, I loved that they offer quality products. Um, and this is something that a lot of people, oh, you know, again, it depends on your perspective. Many perspectives are, are, oh, they overprice stuff, right? Well, no, what they do is they provide a higher quality products, which may cost a little bit more, but you're getting higher quality than what you get out of traditional, many traditional, you know, store-bought items, let's say. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I think you can find different things. So it's just always, I've always been open to it. And I've been in many companies. I've been involved with quite a few companies and I was, not very successful for a long time until I was successful. <laughs> so that's a, that we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And that's, but that's how it, it kind of starts is like, there's that little flame and, you know, there's just that fire of wanting entrepreneurship. And it's funny, you said mili military, but I was in the military, so I totally understand where you're, <laughs> where you're coming from. And, but to your point, I want to touch on adaptability really quick because you know, you can, you can look at that with a totally different perspective and, and take it as like, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing ever. We, we moved all the time. Like, but you choose to say no, like it's, it's provided you a skill, which is really useful in your industry, in our industry, because pivoting is, is a, it's a necessary thing. You have to be willing to pivot. You have to be willing to pivot according to economic things, according to company things, according to all the different, there's so many things. Um, and if you're not willing to pivot, I want to bring up, like, just look at where we're at today with companies that have chosen not to pivot yes. that are now no longer existent. Yes. Right. And so those were the things with having that ability to adapt um, and pivot is is, is powerful. So, you know, for those listeners that are out there, you know, I want you to think about a scenario maybe you're in right now, or you're thinking, gosh, this is awful. And this is, this is happening to me. Is there anything that you could change and shift and say, what could, what is this that I'm getting out of this? Mm -hmm. And what is it teaching me to be able to move myself forward? Because there's always a, so there's a silver lining or there's a lesson in everything. You just have to look for it, even though it may not be enjoyable all the time. <laughs> There's something that it's growing within you. So I love that you brought that up. And that's really, really powerful. And it brings me to my next question, which would be, what is the greatest struggle in business that you've had? And how have you overcome that piece of it? Oh, that's a good question. So um, I'll bring you to... Uh, Back early 2000s, um, I met my husband, my husband in 2001, actually, right before 9-11. Uh, um, and I just happened to remember this very well because we had met, we were, just, we were, I was a client of his and I lost my cousin in 9-11. And so it was a very, you know, yeah. big issue at the time. Um, and uh, I was a client of his. He's a registered dietitian, and he worked at one of the top um, health clubs in the in in the country at the time, Sports Club LA, Sports Club Irvine. Uh, so some friends of mine had gone to him. I met him. I started working with him. I had amazing results, and he's now my husband. Okay, well, and so he he and I started. Uh, started our company. Uh, our company is called Exercise and Nutrition Works Incorporated in 2003. And at the time, um, you know, he he had developed, uh, we developed the very first nutrition certification program on the market. It's a CEU accredited program. And he also developed the very first custom nutrition software. And so we decided that, you know, he wanted to walk away from the corporate world. And so um, I, because of my background in business administration and marketing, said, well, look, I'll run the back end, right? I'll sort of run the backside and, and he run the, the, you know, he, he was the face of the company. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we started in 2003. So this summer is going to be our 20 year anniversary of our company uh, as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and as, as working together 20 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 
And we actually, it, it, it's worked really, really well. So in the beginning, we had a traditional brick and mortar. We had a full-on um, health and wellness like center facility. Um, we had a, um, a trainers and we had the chiropractor and estheticians and a whole wellness center in Southern California. And uh, it was amazing. Like we did, we were very, very successful. Things were going fantastic. And then 2008, 2009 happened. Um, and 90% of our clientele were in the real estate and mortgage industry. So when the market crashed, we literally lost 95% of our business overnight, virtually overnight, like within two months, like everything went away. And um, at the time we were involved with a direct sales company and believe it or not, very high-end product. And that literally enabled us to survive through that time. We lost our facility and, um, you know, it was, it was a rough time. Um, I kind of call it the, the, the dark days. <laughs> and there were days literally where we had to make a decision. Do we put gas in the car or do we buy groceries? Like we went from making $5,000 days to mm -hmm weeks within two months yeah. and it's a scary thing yeah. you know, we had this huge facility we had a ten thousand dollar nut just for our facility a month yeah. you know and then all of our everything that was going on and you know all of our trainers went away everything went away so we negotiated out of the space we moved everything into our home at the time and we literally started working online virtually in 2009 so you know, it's it's amazing how difficult times, uh, you know, um, bring about new opportunity. If you look for it, right? If you say, how can I do? You know, what can I change yeah. here? I always say it's about asking different questions, right? Asking different questions to get a better answer. And we adapted. And I'm not going to say it was easy. It was some of the roughest time you know, we have a, I have a whole story. I'm not going to go into about what happened just in the year 2009, everything that could go wrong, that could possibly happen went wrong in 2009, the whole year, just one month, the next month, the next, I mean, everything from a car accident, my mom being diagnosed with cancer and moving in with us and passing away within the year, like everything happened. We had a flood in the house. We had I mean, you guys, like, honestly, I can't make this stuff up, right? <laughs> right. And through all of it, my husband and I, because we've done so much personal development work, mm -hmm. had we not done that and gone through that together, our marriage would never have survived it because it was just really intense. And so what I want people to understand is, you know, bad things can happen and we can survive through it. It's just about how... how do, how do you approach it? How can you ask a different question to find another way, find a different way through it? And when we adapted from a full, you know, walk-in home, you know, facility to working entirely online, um, our business went from being primarily a local business to being a global business. Now, again, global, because back in 2009, like, you know, we were, we all of a sudden got really good at marketing internationally. So we have students from all over the world now who are certified through us. So again, it's, yes, it was really tough and it was really difficult and it enabled us to grow. And we have a question that we actually learned from one of our mentors and one of our coaches. And my husband and I use this whenever times are really, really difficult. So one morning, it was April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2009. And um, we woke up and we had a beautiful home, um, two-story home. And we, my husband got up at six to let the dog out. So he goes downstairs and we had a flood in the entire downstairs. It flooded overnight. And so 6 a.m. on April Fool's Day, we're down there looking at each other going, how can I choose, how can I choose to um, experience this event? How can I choose to experience this? I love that. Was, right? We had to ask ourselves, we can fall apart and crumble here, <laughs> or we can ask a question to see how can we choose to work through this. I love it. 
And we use that question all the time, or you know, hopefully not as much anymore, but <laughs> in 2009, we used it all the time. <laughs> so, you know, how can I choose to experience this event? So ask yourself these questions when the going gets tough and say, you know, find what that answer is. Um, there's always going to be an answer. You can choose a better or different result, right? You're not, you always have choice how you choose to look at something, how you choose to perceive it, how you choose to respond to it. I so love you have that. Choice. And I'm going to say as entrepreneurs, understanding that you have choice and that you can, like you said, adapt and pivot and that there are always other options when you're asking yourself the right questions. Oh, love so and I don't I don't love all the things that happened because <laughs> that's that's a whole lot to deal with but you know I I love what you said it's almost like you know how they say diamonds are cooked under pressure you know it's like yeah. different things are made under pressure and it's 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 having to think outside of that box it's really like you're forced to you were guys were forced to say how are, what are we doing? Like, because what we're doing in our box is not working right now. So we have to expand. We had, you had to become creative and, and look at what it's come. I mean, it's become a global, global success, which is phenomenal, you know? And I think people, how do I want to put this? I feel like sometimes people struggle with like the willingness to look outside the box or to, to go through that pressure because of either fear or, or the unwillingness to deal with any of the frustration. So they cave in. And then what ends up happening is they lose out on so much growth and what happens on the other end of it, you know, and because it's not fun. I don't think there's anybody that's been like, yes, please give me more of this. Like, like Absolutely. you know, so interesting for us is that direct sales company saved us. Like it honestly saved us while we were regrouping. Yeah. you know, from our bit for our business. Again, I, this is why I love this industry so much because it can be whatever you choose it to be. It can be a side gig. It could yeah. be enough, you know, it could just be enough extra to cover your products or it could be enough to pay some extra bills yeah. or it could be way more than that. Mm -hmm. And that company that we were in at that time, we ended up, uh, we were top earners in that company. We ended up literally blowing it out of the water, you know, half a million dollars within a few years in that company. We did amazing with it until it was out of integrity for us. <laughs> so again, I, you know, it understanding that things change, things adapt, but no, again, I'm so excited to talk with people who really understand direct sales, affiliate marketing, network marketing, multi-level marketing, whatever you want to call it or whatever you know, space that is. It's a game changer for so many people. And I'm going to say, here we are, you know, this is a very similar time than it was in 2009. Yeah. Very similar. It people are losing their jobs. People, you know, people aren't working. Like, you, you know, cost of living has just, you know, it's 10, 10 to 10% higher than it was last year. Like, you need to have a side gig in order just to be able to live the same way that you did a year ago. Yeah. And so it, it's a brilliant way to provide and add into for your family to provide, you know, whether it's just a minimal amount or as much as you want to do. Yeah. Well, and it, that's, a, I mean, it's a fabulous point. And to your, to your exact point, I mean, I have friends that did go through the bubble in the, in that industry. I've, I was in, I've been in the industry for over 25 years and yes, that bubble exploded the direct sales industry. Um, and just as it did back in 2020, it exploded because again, people had to face, you know, they were coming to, there was, they were coming to terms with what was, what they had to deal with and there had to be a pivot or a shift. But I think one of the things I want, I also want to bring up is it doesn't have to go away. Oh. Like that's the cool thing. And, and you can always have it. It doesn't just like the people that are like, well, I'm going to go get another job. It's like, well, you're going to sacrifice your time doing that, your family doing that. You're going to sacrifice, you know, being at the helm of somebody else as well, as opposed to doing all the same, saying the same things. I'm going to sacrifice some of my time. I'm going to put it towards creating a business. The cool thing about direct sales, and we, we, you and I both know this, is you have the opportunity, if you so choose, is to build a residual piece yeah. of it. And once that develops, 
it is a game changer. It is a life changing forever and legacy leaving. And you don't get that when you have to go get it, when you go to get a part-time job. And I'm not poo-pooing on getting a part-time job because people have to do what they have to do. But I don't want you to leave out this as a viable option because it truly transformed your life. It's transformed my family's life. I mean, it is, it is something that uh, will forever I, I, I love this industry, just like you. I love it until the cows come home. You know, it's like I, and, or until pigs fly. Like it's something that I just truly am so fired up and get passionate about because I've seen what it can do. I know people that also experience the same things like you and I, and it's, you know, um, going through these things. Cause I know there's people that are going through hardships. I know people are losing their jobs. I know people, you know, dealing with the inflation, my grocery bill, just for my three boys. Oh my gosh. I spent $300 yesterday and I think they already ate half of it. And I'm going, what are you kidding me? But I'm okay. I'm not going, Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, I, I've been able to set, build the organization to have, not have that stress upon me. And, you know, same goes for you. And so I love that you share that same passion because, and I love that you see it. And, I, I want more people out there to know, gosh, there really is the opportunity. It's not, believe me, me and Lisa, we work every single day in our business. We are not just like lollygagging around and, you know, sitting around eating bomb. There's times and places for those things, but we truly still work our businesses. We are not, um, you know, sit back and delegate. I mean, we do delegate, but we're not sit back and just put our feet up. Yeah. And and soak it in. You're, we're in our businesses, on our businesses. We are, you know, in the trenches, doing the do and leading by example. Um, and that's what it takes to get to the tops of your company. And so, you know, if you're considering network marketing as as an option to build a residual piece to have that financial freedom or that time freedom opportunity, know that it you still work even at the top of your company. It doesn't, like that doesn't change. Yeah. yeah. It just changes the, 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 what's the, the, the graph, I guess, changes a little bit, but it's again, and especially if you're in a great company and you love your company, like, why would you want to stop? But the beautiful thing is that you, again, you get to help and support other people to achieve what is, you know, what is possible or what they want. Right. Cause not everyone wants, you know, the multi-millions. Some people do and some people don't, right? Some people just want to, you know, have some extra money and breathing room and whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Like, I love what I do. Now, I also want to make really clear, everyone, I still work in my my company, my own company. I run my company every day at full time. So I'm building my, my network marketing company in the pockets of my day. And it's beautiful because, again, the way with, you know, technology and everything that we have now, you know, we have so many more things and tools that we didn't have just, you know, a few years ago even. And so to be able to run my business off of my phone, no matter where I am, except when I was in the Bahamas and we didn't have any internet. (laughs) Um, I want to share this one other piece because I I, I think this is really important for people to understand. So um, people ask me, you know, my husband and I have a really successful company and, and we've, as again, going on 20 years, why am I doing this piece of time? And I want to share something really interesting because this is my story. Um, and especially, uh, you know, the, the three years, you know, going through the pandemic when, you know, while we had already been working from home since 2009, we didn't have a big shift. Our company did really well during the pandemic. We were positioned for it. Our clients were positioned for it. Um, but here's the piece that I was missing. I was missing a community and I was missing, you know, I'm going to share this, you guys, my husband and I have had our company 20 years. We have talked every year about like, we're going to go, we're going to take a week or two weeks and go to Hawaii, or we're going to go to Argentina, or we're going to go here. And we always kept talking about it, but we never would plan it. And we never make the time to actually do a real vacation, right? We would travel a bit and kind of stay an extra day here and there, but we would never in 20 years, I'm not kidding you. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, we had a membership to the Grand Wailea in Hawaii for 10 years that we paid for, and we never went to one time. No, okay. Lisa, no. <laughs> we're gonna go tonight. We'll we'll plan it. We'll plan it. We never did it. So here's what's so cool. When you know we were kind of out of you know MLM network marketing for a few years, 
and we weren't interested. We were focused on our business. And when our dear friends came to us about this opportunity, um, it was because of our background and our education, our training uh, in nutrition and wellness. And, you know, we were, I'm always open. So we took a look at it. Here's the thing. In a year and a half that I've been with this company, we have been, we have qualified for every single trip, every single paid for opportunity. We have been to the Bahamas. We've been to Cancun. We've been to a retreat outside of Dallas. We've been to a retreat in, out of Wyoming and Utah. And we've traveled like we get to go and travel to these amazing locations with incredible human beings. And I'm going to tell you guys, people ask me, well, you have this other company? Yeah, I do. But I miss the community. I missed the, the connections. I missed being around other people. And I missed making the time to, to have some downtime. I just came back from five days at Newport Coast at an incredible, incredible event and opportunity. You guys, like, understand like this has allowed us to get back into living again not just living for our business but living and that's why i love this so much so i had to know that well but and you're finally getting your vacations and i just i do i love i love hearing that because i think sometimes people think you have to have you can have this or you can have this and it's like no you can have this and this that is the beauty of that is yes you can already have a business over here. You don't have to give, like nothing has to be given up. And that's the cool thing is you can have both and you have, and I love that. I love, love, love that so, so much. So you can have it all. It takes a little bit of work. It takes some organization. Yes, but you can. You know, I, I have to, I time block. I'm really, you know, I'm really good about time blocking. I live and die by my calendar, my Google calendar. Like if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> right. So there's skills and tools and all kinds of resources. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's very possible and it's doable whether you have young children and that's a beautiful thing. You get to, you know, you get to be home with them. And I love doing business with young moms, right? Who have their kids and we do calls and the kids are there or the dog is there. And like, I don't care. Like, I love dogs. Like bring them in. right? So yeah. we can do this messy. That's yeah. so cool. Well, and it, that's life and people like, you can, they can relate to that. And I think that that's really important. And so such good points. Oh my gosh. I could talk forever about <laughs> this whole topic. Okay. So next, next one is what is your current, what, what is your current challenge right now? Uh, oh boy, that's a good one. <laughs> I okay, <know>. I tell <laughs> you, getting out of my own way, right? Oh, I I'm doing, I'm actually doing a 30 day social media challenge, but the, the challenge is going live every day for 30 days. And I'm going to tell you, this is tough for me. It's a tough one. I started yesterday. Okay, I only got one day in, but I, I am doing my next one today here this Yay. afternoon. But here's the thing. I have done, I've done these before, and the longest I've gone consistently live every day was five days. Okay. okay. So I'm really pushing myself um, because I am working on, I've made a conscious decision to build my brand, my brand. Okay. My brand as me. And um so for me, that is stepping to another level on social media, which is uncomfortable. And I like doing uncomfortable things. I don't know. Like <laughs> you're good at what you do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys, like I've been online for years, but I, you know, it's been, you know, for my business and my company, I can do that stuff blindfolded upside down and backwards. Yeah. Doing this and promoting my direct marketing, right? My, it's a, we really do affiliate marketing. Doing that as me as a brand is, is it's uncomfortable. It's different, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's, um, I, so that's my big challenge right now. And I'm stepping through it. I know I can, I can be and do more. Mm -hmm. And it's my own little voice on my shoulder over here holding me back. Like I'm busy. I got another thing to do. I got to do something else. I, I have something else. I need to get that done. And I need to get that done. And I'm, you guys, uh, honestly, it, it, it's, it, it happens to all of us. Yes. I love that. And wait, I am cheering you on uh, 100% because it is challenging, but again, even no matter how successful you are, there's always something that's going to stretch you and it's going to push you. And so you either choose to step into it and eat the frog, as they say, 
or it doesn't get done. And then you're kind of like, dang, then you live with that too. So it's like, what's the choice? What's the hard you're going to choose kind of thing. So I love that. That's amazing. Well, I'm going to be cheering you on. I'll be on there like rooting for you for sure. So new level, new devil, right? As you, (laughs) that's a good one. Yes. You level new devil. You have new things to, to, to face and to challenge, whether it's a traditional business, whether it's network marketing, affiliate marketing, whatever it is, I don't care what it, it doesn't matter the model. Yeah. It's absolutely true. When you step up and you step into doing the hard things, you're going to face newer challenges, new challenges. Yeah. 100%. I, that, I agree. 100%. So how are you going to keep, so with this challenge, we could use this challenge or we could use the growth, but how are you, or, or your growth in your new business, but how are you going to keep that dream on the forefront? Mm-hmm. Like what is there, what is the goal at the end of this and how are you keeping, how are you keeping that dream at the forefront for yourself? I love that. So uh, I think we'll say several things. One, my husband and I, our goal is to sell our company, our primary company within the next five years. Five, maybe six, but five years is our goal. We've said that, you know, we've got our company structured in a way we want to get it set up to be able to sell that. So my incentive is to build this you know, this other business mm-hmm. to not only replace, but replace and then some so that we can, um, you know, basically retire, but retire doing what we love, retire yeah. with this company, because we're in where we believe is our, fi- you know, our, our final home, our, our, mm-hmm. everything about it makes is an alignment for us and what we do and how we do it. Um, and so it, it has always um, dialed in like this, this company that we're with is, is our final place. So I'm very motivated by, uh, I, I love challenges and I love travel and we always have like incredible trips and things that we can qualify for. And I have qualified for every single one of them since the first one we qualified and, and got to go on was two months. We were two months in the company. And two months in, and we qualify for our very first trip, which was two and a, in two and a half months. It was like very short the first month we qualified for it, basically. Um, so I that motivates me, right? Like if I have like to me that's a challenge. Like I have a goal to reach, right? I if, you know give me an actual target, mm-hmm. and then I will focus on that target and do whatever I have to do to make that happen. And so. One of, that's another thing I love about this industry. Most companies have incentive trips, right? They do different things for to qualify for. And that motivates me. And I think that's a another reason why I love this so much because it keeps me, you know, focused on that next target. Whereas it's interesting because with my company, like we have goals, but again, it's my husband and I, it's our company. So we don't be like, I don't know. We like I said, we never even traveled when we said we were going to travel, right? I needed something on the on the side to make us travel. Right. So it was, I would say goals, uh, those kind of um, targets, mm-hmm. uh, the ongoing travel, and knowing what is possible in this company, right? Like knowing yeah. that we can change our legacy with this mm-hmm. company um, and still be able to, you know, sell our other company and retire and travel the world and do this business wherever we want to do it. I I love it. And I think one thing too, is like, I know one thing I, I coach too is go for every incentive, no matter the size of it. And you know, to the person that's listening out there, that's like, Oh, I'm not a travel bug. It doesn't matter because guess what? Even if you're not a travel, like, cause I was not a travel bug until I started getting all of our trips too. Uh And I will tell you, like, and I've hit every single one of them, but the, if you're not, if, if, if the way to look at this is if I'm not a travel bug, okay, great. Not a big deal. Think about how much further ahead your business is and, and has, how it's grown because you've stepped towards the challenge, whether you've wanted to travel or not, um, you know, the, the other fruits that come from that, that goal setting that, um, you know, that intention towards that goal, if the, the fruit, the fruits of that labor, I mean, are just unbelievable. Like the trip is like the sweetness, like it's a little icing on the cake, 
the big piece is like, oh my gosh, look at what my business is now doing. Cause it runs in a 90, it's there, they're cyclical. It runs in a 90 day cycle, you know? So the cool thing is like, go for it no matter what, because watch what it does in 90 days in your business. Absolutely. It's going to be powerful. The other thing I'll, I'll add to that about like qualifying for incentives mm-hmm. is when you qualify for incentives, several things happen. Not only what you just mentioned, right? Like your, your, your business growth, your team does what you do, right? They're going to duplicate what you do, but also it's the opportunity to surround yourself with the top leaders mm-hmm. to be in their space. They, they get to know you and your name and who you are. Um, again, there's all of these other components that work with it. And I want to share this really quick. As I shared with you earlier, I just got back from, uh, we just, this last weekend, we traveled to um, Southern California. We had a big event down there and I qualified for a special incentive um, to with 50 people that only the top 50 people in the company qualified for it. Okay. So I was one of 50 people. Uh, going to the private home of our founder. It was a $30 million home on the coast in Newport coast, overlooking the ocean for a private dinner event. So I had time with the founder, the owner, the top C-level executives, the top seven and eight and nine figure earners in our company that we just had. It was like an intimate evening dinner with 50 people at a spectacular, (laughs) gorgeous, amazing location. Um, but it was, you know, why obviously the location was fantastic. It was that time that I had these incredibly intimate conversations. And so now I know that they know me, right? Like many of them already knew me, but, but some of this, we had some new, you know, our, we have some new found founders and some things going on. And, um, it, it was an incredibly intimate, amazing situation. And, um, I know that that just, allows me to continue to push myself further so that again, I'll be asked to be another you know, speaker again on a, another event and, and to, to participate more. So I just want you guys to understand, you know, it could be a small incentive, but that when you qualify for incentives, your leaders recognize that and they know that and they start to see your name. And again, you may be asked to, to speak or to share on a call or, you know, any of those things that help up level you and then your team sees that and they see you being recognized right yeah. and you know the team of the leader is a team of the the sorry the speed of the leader right the speed of the leader that's it doesn't mean it has to be fast but what you do as a leader will be duplicated yeah know? absolutely the power of proximity is powerful because they you think differently i mean it really really does for sure i love that okay so now let's see here. Okay. So for the audience that's brand new, Lisa, I want, I would love, you know, and they're just getting started, you know, what would, what is your biggest takeaway or tip um, or maybe word of advice that you would like to share with them? So they're just getting started in the industry. Yeah. In their business, whether it be direct sales, whether it be their own entrepreneurial, maybe they're doing a brick and mortar, like just in the entire journey of, of entrepreneurship. Cool. I would say the number one thing will be mentorship. Absolutely mentorship. So whether you're in a traditional business, um, I will tell you that my husband and I, we've always invested in coaches and mentors, always. We are coaches. We are business coaches and consultant, and I will always have a business mentor. Okay. And the reason is, uh, I don't care what kind of business. So again, even in um, network marketing, direct sales, right? You're, you're, you know, you, if your sponsor isn't a mentor to you, move up, go up. Go, to dig up there and find out who it is and get as much connection to those mentors as possible. If it's a, if you have a traditional business, I will say invest in a coach. Um, invest in coaching and mentorship. It will change your business because they can see things in your business that you cannot see. When you're emotionally attached, okay, it's your baby, it's your business, it's your thing, but somebody else who has experienced, preferably somebody who's experienced in the industry, so we're business coaches and consultants for health professionals. That's what we do. We have over 30 years in the industry, actually 30 years each. So over 60 years worth of experience between my husband and I. And when our clients work with us, they get both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also do the same thing. We practice what we preach because we knew we know that the few times when we didn't have a coach 
kind of looking in and seeing what we were doing, we would get off track, right? You kind of get off track a little bit because you're like this, you're like in your business and it's emotional. So I will say number one, hands down is mentorship and, and, and coaching. Um, I love that. Absolutely. God, I love that answer so much. You can't, I can't even tell how much I love that answer because it's true. I mean, I've paid, I've spent a small, very a good fortune on coaching. And, and that's what you do. So you know that, right? Yeah, it does. It really makes it a really big difference. Um, and I love because of the emotional attachment. So it does. You need it's someone to pull you. between having, having a year going off track and coming out. And I'm, can I, can I share a quick story? Yeah. So one of our clients, one of our coaching clients, and actually very dear friends of ours, friends of ours, he's an amazing, amazing guy in our industry, amazing stuff. And we, we were coaching with him and working with him on a project that he had. And he decided, I don't know, he was off at some event or something. And he decided that he had to write a book. And we're like, I said, Mike, you don't need to write a book. I'm just like, you don't, right now you're on track for this. But no, he had to write a book. So he ended up going off track because somebody said he needed to write a book. But here's the problem, you guys. And this is one of my big issues in you know entrepreneurship. Everyone thinks they have to write a book. He spent a year going through and writing this book and hiring all these people and doing all this stuff. And he ended up writing a book, but he didn't have an end goal. He didn't have like, what are you going to do with the book? How are you going to use it? What are you going to use the mark? Like, did you write the book with an intent for X? He didn't because he had somebody off track and we kept saying, Mike, you don't need a book. So he literally wasted an intent, not wasted. He has a book, <laughs> but he has a book. So what is that? It's an ego piece, right? Because he didn't write the book. It, like we teach something, we teach cycles, right? We teach a business cycle and there's a right time and place on when you would do something like that, but he wasn't in that place in his business cycle. And so what ended up happening was instead of him having a book that was targeted for a specific result, he just had a book that support, you know, it gave him credibility. It gave, it edified him, you know, it's good and that's great. And he wrote a good book, but he, in, as a business, overall business decision, it was out of sync from when and how he could have used it properly and really, really effectively. And then he came back and then it's been another year getting back on track and then trying to figure out how to implement the book into his overall business picture. So yeah, I hope that kind of, kind of gives you guys an idea of why having a coach and a mentor is so important and why there is, you know, it, it, it's important to know where you are in the business cycle, whether it's a traditional business or a network marketing business. Oh yeah. That's a great point. Cause yeah, then you, cause the ball's either moving forward or backwards. So you have to, you've got to figure out, is it time, is the ball moved enough forward to be able to take this on yes. versus, yeah. oh shoot, now I have to pick back up and catch that momentum again. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're new in, in network marketing or, or MLM or whatever, if you're fairly new, you're spending, you know, 90% of your time you know, 90, 95% of your time looking to build your, your business, right? You're building your business. And as you start getting team members, you shouldn't change that percentage until you hit a certain goal. Like you should still be focused on that and let the up, upline mentors help build them and support. I mean, not that you're not going to support them. You're going to support them, right. but your time shouldn't be taken away from building right? right. Your, your focus. So we always say we want you to get to $10,000 a month and then drop it to 80% focus on your business and 20%, you know, building and supporting there. Because again, if you're in the right company, there's going to be enough training and support there to help them. You don't leave them. I mean, you're doing it all together, but you have to stay focused on building your business. Yes. And, and that's where a lot of people get off because they start building a team and then they start helping them and then they're not building their company. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good point. Very yeah. much so. That's a whole nother like discussion. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. So anyway, I know we're going deep today. <laughs> I know this is great, but I'm loving all of this. I'm loving all of this. So before we get to our lightning round, please tell everybody where can they find you on social? Where can they go to get, get in touch with you, to connect with you, see what you're up to, if they related to you and they wanted to chat, where can they find you? Great. I would say the two best ways is either Facebook or Instagram. Those are the two best um, on Instagram. Actually, on both of them, I do also have a um, 
a link in bio. So all of my info is in, in there as well. Um, but uh, my I spell my name and I can give it to you for show. I do do show notes. Um, yeah, we'll have some of the show notes, but then we're also going to share your info. We'll share your information. Okay. So I spell my name a little strange. It's L-I-S-Z-A. So it's Lisa, middle initial L, Chris Solly, C-R-I-S-A-L-L-E. So you can find me on Facebook. I have, I have, I'm a redhead and I'm wearing a green top. Um, my hair is longer though. <laughs> uh, so Lisa L. Crisali, both for Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'd love to, you know, connect, share. I have tons of resources. I have freebies and tools and all kinds of, you know, things I love to share forward. Uh, but I would say in Instagram, I have my link in bio that has all kinds of goodies for you guys. Perfect. I love that. So we will also, like I said, we'll share that as well. Um, but it's, it's going to be her name. So super easy. Okay. So, and I hope you do find, if you found something interesting, go give her a follow, give her a shout out, right? You guys, we want to support each other. That's how we build confidence. We build, you know, courage. We build our, um, our platforms. We get to build our credibility. And I think that that's something in our posture and, and that's really important for women to support one another. So go, go onto her pages and support her follow, give her a follow, um, and all of that great stuff. So next is our lightning round. So these are five super short questions, um, for you to go through just to share a little bit, um, kind of just daily life here. So number one is what is your favorite book? Just one? <laughs> oh, no, I know I have a library, but yes, what, if you can come to mind and someone's like, What's the number one book that you would recommend? Boom. Like what, what's one you love? Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass. That's a good one. Uh, I love her whole series, but I love the way she writes. She's entertaining. She's brilliant. She's, I love that. So yes. And I'm reading her, You're, You Are a Badass at Making Money right now. Okay. Perfect. 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 Okay. What is your favorite food? Lobster and and filet mignon. <laughs> Ooh, yum! I uh, yum. That does sound really. I'm hungry right now too. Okay, how many hours do you sleep a night? Uh, um, usually during the week, it's about six or six and a half. Okay, hours, and then uh, I do sleep in on Sundays. Sunday is my sleep in day. We have like a little Sunday ritual. My husband and I do, um, but I would say we tend to stay up late. We keep saying we're going to go to bed earlier, but we don't. Um, so I stay up fairly late and I like to be up and going by six 30. Uh, we sometimes a little earlier, but by six 30. So generally I'm getting about six or six hours of sleep. Six okay. Six Love it. So and we've had a trend. Everybody's kind of been around the same. I did have one though. That was like at 11 hours. Um, but, but I know there's some medical conditions in there as well, but it was just kind of like, Whoa, you know, but like we're sleeping, we're not just, you know, it's not like we're burning candles and you're getting two hours of sleep. Sleep is important for your brain to function. Okay. That's what I'm trying to get at <laughs> for the audience here. Okay. Let's see here. So we know you're married. How about kiddos? Um, we have no children. We, we met late in life. I met my husband right before I turned 40. Um, neither one of us had children. Neither one of us had been married before. Oh and my gosh! For three years before we got married. Okay. So we just, yeah, I I missed that window. So that's we did and that. that's okay. Um, yeah, it just for us, you know, it, it, I I didn't want to be sixty years old with a teenager. I'm sorry, but you guys, <laughs> um, so I just turned. Well, I'm going to be sixty-one this summer. Um, fabulous. Oh my gosh. I would never have even put that to you. It's, no really it's just weird, but it, it is. Um, and it's just uh, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in my greatest health right now and in my whole life. I'm, I'm a past figure competitor. I've been in nutrition and health for my entire life. I am in my greatest health right now at this time in my life. Isn't that amazing? Like, I feel like age, I feel like we get better as we age. Like I I'll be 45 here uh, next month. And I just, I feel like I'm like, I've, I've never felt better. You know, I just, I feel so good. I don't feel my age. I don't feel like I look my age. I just, and it's to you too. you like, not at all. And I just, I I'm like, man, it's quality of life. It's really yeah. understanding quality. And I've just been blessed to be in the health and nutrition space to understand what's, you know, to understand a lot of it, what's out there and, and all, but, uh, I've been very, very fortunate and I, you know, I have good genes, a part of it, but I, I do make a conscious effort. I train every day. 
uh, virtually almost every, almost every yeah. single day. But, you know, I'm just, I, I want quality of life mm -hmm. and I want that for a very long time. So I take I care of the that. Well, you look amazing. Oh, you look amazing. All right. And then last one is what's one thing you would tell your 20 year old self? Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> um, uh, I was a wild one. <laughs> I was a wild one in 20, um, which is great. I mean, it was fine. And I wouldn't change a thing, but I would say, I wish I took better care of my health when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I think I wasn't as conscious of it. Um, I don't think any 20 year old is really conscious of it, to be honest. <laughs> but so, I love, but that's a good one, though. But I would say, I, I would say maybe a little bit better at that. Like, you know, but I, I lived life, I, I lived it full out. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with having having the fun, but as I know as as I've gotten older too, and I'm sure you, it's kind of just like, man, oh man, like, whew, <laughs> how did I survive this? <laughs> Those so, moments. Yeah. So I I just you know I, I think that was really it. Like I I'm grateful that I was able to live full out. Um, I've always been very independent, and that's probably why I didn't get married till late in life. And you know, I didn't want to settle. I wouldn't settle. I would not allow myself to settle for less than what I thought I, you know, believed I deserved. And I, I found the right one. So oh. we have a great life that we have created and we've created, we've really careful with the space and who we allow into our space. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of the fact that we don't have chaos and drama in our life because we don't, I mean, not that there's none, but you know, for your family, you know, you got to deal with family, but, but we just don't allow a lot of that craziness. We, we, we are very protective of our space. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. This has been such a pleasure to have you on here. I have, I have loved every second of it. I know we could probably chat for hours, like a true, like, oh my gosh, this has been fantastic. And so, you know, this, this is going to bring us to a conclusion here for this podcast today, but you know, at least I can't thank you enough for sharing your heart and how you've risen with tenacity. And again, to those that are listening out here, you guys, you can do this. You can do the hard things. You can push through and press through the adversity that is going to shape you into what you need to become in order to have that success and what is, you know, made for you on the other end of things. And it is possible. Doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't mean it's going to be fun, but you can do it one step at a time. And so you know, give us a, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a five stars, share this with a friend. If you know someone that could learn or take away a couple nuggets from one of these podcasts um, or what we talked about today, give them the, give them the link. Cause our goal here is to see other women thrive, to help them in success and to push them moving forward. We have tools for it. We have got coaches, we have got all of the resources and you know, we want to make sure that you have that community supporting you. And so thank you again. And until next week, we will see you um, on Rise With Tenacity. Bye, guys.